Hey, the Jewish Pengan. Peace be to you, dear brothers and sisters. Let's go to the song. 上帝二伟大嘅上帝，奇妙嘅救恩，这个系你嘅信息。Let's continue on in our sermon series, God's righteousness, a great God, amazing salvation. 今日嚟思想恩典嘅力量。And our topic for this morning is the power of grace. 罗马书第九章十二九二十一节。And our scripture can be found in Romans chapter five, verses twelve to twenty-one. 嗱，罗马书呢本嘅经文实在比较更加明白。There are verses in the book of Romans which may be more difficult to understand than usual. 今日你读这十则嘅圣经吓。Today as we study these ten verses， 每一个字你都知啊。You will understand each word that's in it。但系可能你唔知系讲什么。But you will may not understand。It as a whole when when you read it. Because this scripture,、uh, this passage talks about the topic of original sin. And this uh this topic of original sin is a very deep theological subject. And among the theologians, it's a topic that's continually being debated, even until now. Be rest assured that I will try to to explain it in a in very as plain as possible in a way that's easy to understand. And if you don't fall asleep while I'm talking, you would probably understand it afterwards. In Romans chapter five, verses twelve to twenty-one, Paul compared Adam and Jesus. Because in God's eyes, there are only two people in this world. The first Adam and the last Adam, which is Jesus Christ. There are similarities between both, and there are differences between both. In verses 12 to 14, it talks about how Christ and and Adam are alike. Well, in verses 15 to 17, they talk about it talks about how Adam and Christ are different. And once more, from verses 18 to 21, it talks about how Adam and Christ are alike. So, it's like they're alike, they're different, then they're alike. These ten verses are, are contains very important truths in it. Before I continue and talk about what these ten verses contain, we need to understand one thing. Why is it? It seems like Paul just suddenly compared Adam and Christ. Do you remember what we talked about last week? Last week we talked about what we as believers can boast in. But in in reality, there's nothing that we can boast in in ourselves. Because everything is through God's grace. But if you are truly uh desiring to boast, then there are three things we can boast about. Boast in the hope of God's glory. Boast in God's grace in our sufferings. Boast in God and delight in the Lord. And in in today's message from verses 12 to 21, Paul is telling us the reason why we need to boast in Christ. 上帝将基督赐予咱
基督就是恩典，有这个恩典，当然咱也该接受及使用的恩典。God gave us Christ, Christ is grace, and grace which gives us victory over sin and death. 因为这个原因，咱夸口咱的上帝。Because of this reason, we boast in our God. 所以今天我对某些恩典的力量。That's why today we will talk about the power of grace. 好，咱来看这十节的圣经。Let's look at these ten verses. 头十二、十二到十四节。From verses 12 to 14, talks about how Adam and Christ are alike. Look at verse 12. 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 Look at verse In this way, death came to all people because all sinned. Here, talks about one man. One man, this one man, is Adam. Here, talks about one man, and this one man refers to Adam. Adam, in the sin, brought this world. Because Adam sinned, and sin was brought into this world. That's why death came along with it. Look at verse fourteen. Adam, Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. The one to come refers to Jesus Christ. So in these three verses, they are comparing Adam and Christ. And there are similarities between both. How are they the same? Adam, because by one sin, Adam brought by Adam brought sin and death into the world. By one act of righteousness, Christ brought brought justification and life into the world. And these are the similarities between both. One time sin, and one time righteousness. And it brought two different uh, conclusions or results. And from verses 12 to 17, talks about what happened after Adam brought in sin. And from verses 18 to 21, it talks about the result of what Christ did. But verse twelve is a very important verse. So I want to clearly explain this verse. That's why we like to focus more on this. This verse has three statements. There are three statements here that we need to completely understand. The first statement: Sin entered the world through one man. We know that Adam disobeyed God's command. And they ate the forbidden fruit. And from that moment, Adam brought sin into this world. Here it tells us a very important thing. It means that before Adam sinned, sin already existed. But sin did not enter into this world. But after Adam sinned, The sin was brought into this world. So you may be asking, where did sin originate? The very first being that sin was not 
man, but an angel called Lucifer. Satan, and later on, he was named Satan. Because of his pride, he thought that he was comparable to God, he, that he was on the same level with God. That's why God brought him down and he became Satan. So Satan is the originator of sin. Jesus said, a Satan sinned because of himself. What does this mean? There were no external forces that pressured Satan into sinning. That's why there's no salvation for the, the sin of this angel. How come when men sin, there's salvation? Because men, when they sin, partly it's because of the temptations given by Satan. So, That's why God prepared salvation for mankind. So, you, you have to understand how sin entered into, into this world through one man. The second statement that we need to understand death came about as, as a result of sin. We know that the wages of sin is death. You know, sin and death, they're like twin sisters. If there's sin, then death is not far behind. Wherever sin appears, death will follow. If you are to look at this time frame, Sin came first, then death followed. Because without sin, death would not have entered. Let me ask you another question. If Adam had not sinned, and we did not sin, will we die? This is another very deep theological question. I would like to share with you my opinion. Man is an amazing being. We are both spiritual and physical beings. The spiritual side, our spiritual side will never die. But our physical side will decay and we will die. If we had not sinned, I believe that we will have longevity. We will live a very long life. Because our physical body is a masterpiece of God. It's the best. You know who's the longest living man in the Bible? It's Methuselah. He lived 969 years. It's almost 1,000 years. And this person is a sinner. Just imagine. If we had not sinned, probably you can live 10,000 years. It's, there's a song that tells, that tells us to, uh, that I love you for 10,000 years. But the, you know, the more important uh, question here is not this. If we truly had not sinned, 
even though we will face death, we will not fear, we will not be apprehensive. Because for us, then death is not something frightening. It's merely a way for us to, trans- to be translated back to the Lord. So you have to understand this second statement. Death came as a result of sin. The third statement. Death came up, uh, comes upon all men because all men sinned, have sinned. Adam, as an individual, he sinned. That's why death came to all men. Because all, all men sinned. And you say, wait a minute. There's something wrong in this statement. Because when Adam sinned, I wasn't even born yet. How then do you say that I sinned? That's why we come in with the, with the problem of original sin. So this theory of this subject of original sin is so heavy that it's so hard to understand. Let's look at uh, let's look at it from another point of view. Let's explain it differently. We call it uh, hereditary. It's called inherited sin. something that we understand more. If our parent Die, then we will have inherited something. Look at Hebrews chapter 7, verses 9 to 10. One might even say that Levi, who collects the tenth, paid the tenth through Abraham because when Melchizedek Meth Abraham, Levi was still in the body of his ancestor. This is a story of Genesis chapter 14. When Abraham won on uh, this victory, Melchizedek welcomed Abraham. And Abraham gave a tenth of what he plundered to Melchizedek. But the author of Hebrews said this very unique statement. He, that he said that Levi had already gave a tenth to Melchizedek. How is that possible? You know how Levi is connected to Abraham? Abraham uh, Abraham gave birth to Isaac, Isaac gave birth to Jacob, Jacob gave birth to Levi. So There's four generations. So Abraham great grandfather. So Abraham is Levi's great grandfather. Then how can they say that Levi together with Abraham gave a tenth to Melchizedek? The Bible here said Levi was still in the body of his ancestor. This is what we mean by inheritance or hereditary. Because Adam has sinned and that's why mankind became sinners. That's why sin was is hered, uh, inherited from one generation to another. If you look 
Nevertheless, Death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. These uh, two verses tell us how sin and death has control over mankind. There's nobody who's human that can that can depart under the control of sin and death. Before there was a law, death already reigned in this world. Please take note. If we are to look at it from the point of view of the law, without if there's no law, then we cannot judge anyone as a sinner or a lawbreaker. For example, if the church had not set the time of 9:30 as the start of our worship service, if you came to the church on uh, on 10 a.m. Nobody can say to you you are late. Because you don't know that you didn't know that you're late. Because the church has not made known that 9:30 is a time for worship. But once it's made clear, once the church made it clear, 9:30 worship is damn thing. 9:30 is the start of our worship. If you come in at 10 a.m., then you're late. This is the this is the reason why law the law existed. The law exists to let us know that we are sinners. But Paul said, Before Adam and Moses, before the law existed, because the law started officially when Moses brought it down from Mount Sinai. During the time of Adam and Moses, during that period of time, death already exists. What does this mean? It doesn't matter whether there's if the law existed or not. The result remains the same. Death is in our midst. Because Adam had sinned once. Sin and death had taken control over this world. It doesn't matter whether you like the law or you don't like the law. So you think about this. Of course, there's nobody who in their right mind would marry somebody and say that we'll just get married and stay married for six years. Because this person is such a bad person. The only duration of time that I can endure this person is for six years only. So I'm prepared to divorce this person after six years. Nobody who gets married will think such thoughts. How come so many people divorce? 
从来无人哦，无无老爸老母甲囡仔爱冤家，从来无诶啊。From the beginning of time until now, there is no parent and child who would deliberately quarrel with each other. 咱都啊一个真正好诶 family， 一个 relationship. Of course, everyone loves a harmonious family relationship. 干啦，这个世界也就 broken relationship. How come there are so much broken relationships in this world? 是什么意思不 ？You know what this means? 这浪中唔是咱来选择。This, these, all these things are not our choice. 这是浪中的罪。Because of the power of sin, we are under its control. That means we are out of control. This is the first part. This is the similarity between Adam and Jesus Christ. But we thank God. In verses 15 to 17, talks about Adam and Christ and their differences. 结局伊讲真相，因为一摆犯罪，一摆异行带来两个无常结果。They're they're the same because Adam sinned and brought in brought in、uh, sin and death, while Christ, because of his righteous act, he brought in justification and life. 但是 ，But 我是无常人。There's difference. There's difference. What's the difference? 这段新旧两在呀，基督亚加亚当。And here in these two verses, in these three verses, tells us how Christ has won over Adam. 因为基督。Because Christ brought grace while Adam brought sin. There are three things that outweigh each other here in these uh in these uh verses. The first, he says, "Grace outweighs the gift." Outweighs the trespasses. This is the first part where Christ had overcame. Uh, overcame Adam. Look at verse 15. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died by the trespass of one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of, of that, that one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? You know, in many ways, the Hong Kong government would like to remind people do not drink and drive. Yeah, they will make these videos. They will make these videos. And one of the videos will show us a person drinking. Then he start driving. So he had an accident. And then another, they'll show us another situation. They'll cut to another scene showing that this person's widow and and the children that that were left behind were were weeping so much. And then there will be this caption. What does it say? One mistake is enough to be fatal. Just one mistake. Just one accident, you'll die. Then you'll leave behind a weeping widow and children. Because of one sin that Adam committed. Everybody in, in this world, all mankind became sinners. 
但是上帝的恩典，因为耶稣基督加倍临到咱的心中。But through Jesus Christ, God's grace has been multiplied into our lives. 什么意思在？ What does this mean? 无论你发生了罗罪不意外。No matter how many accidents you have encountered. 派在讲，无论你吸毒吸到罗罪，罗罪里罗罪败。For example, no matter how long you have been taking drugs. 犯了罗罪可怕的罪。And you have committed so many. So many despicable sins. But when God's grace is upon you, His grace is capable enough to forgive all your sins. Because there's no sin that can stand against. The power of Christ's blood that can wash away and forgives us all our sins. Those who are married, brothers and sisters. I don't know if you have ever thought that you married the wrong person. Probably you say that I married the wrong wife. And you'd say that this one mistake have, have given me such a hard life. No, 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 no. Don't think like that. In God's grace. But if you take hold of God's grace, His grace will be more than enough in your being. You would always have this chance. Because that trespass is, cannot outweigh that, the gift. The second, the gift of God outweighs the condemnation that resulted from one man's sin. This is the second difference between Christ and Adam. Look at verse 16. Nor can the gift of God compared be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. Because one man's sin, everybody in this world has been condemned to sinning. But because another person, which is Jesus Christ, because of what he did, he brought about so much grace. What did Adam, what sin did Adam commit? Adam partook of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. So let me ask you this question. Aside from this sin, did Adam sin other sins? The Bible did not record anything. But I am 100% sure that Adam committed a different sin. Because Adam lived 930 years. I do not believe for a moment that for the 930 years that he lived that he did not commit any other sins. But the Bible did not record it anymore. Why? Because that one sin was enough to cover his whole lifetime of sin. The other sins that he committed later on in, in life was not important anymore. Because of that one particular sin that he did at the beginning of time was enough to condemn him for a lifetime of sin. If you get 99 uh, 
Uh, get into the standard line. So this is such a very high standard. But we thank God. Because grace will 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 uh, give us will give us uh, freedom from all these uh, trespasses that we did. What does this mean? We have been committing a lot of sin, but because of grace, we have been justified. Look at Psalm 40, verse 12. Because for troubles without numbers surrounds me, my sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head and my heart fails within me. David said, my sins are more than my hair. Let me ask you, how many of us can, can claim that we come before God without our baggages of sin? And we thank God. Because God's grace is more than enough to surpass and outweigh all the sins that we ever commit. That's the power of grace. That's why these trespasses cannot outweigh God's grace. The third, Christ reign in my life outweighs death's reign in my life. That's the third difference between Christ and Adam. Look at verse 17. For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned that that one man, uh, that, that reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in the life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Death reign through, through that one man, and how much more will those who receive God's provision? I, because of one person who sinned, that's why death reigned. If you are to look at the English word here, the, the word used is in the past tense called reigned. It talks about Adam's sin. And everybody had to bow down before the throne of death. Just sin just was like a king who has control over us. And we are those uh, like people who have been condemned to a death penalty. We don't know when we'll die. It's just a merely a, a matter of time. Because death is, was already our king. And we are dead men. But there's a change. Those who receive God's abundant provisions of grace. And because of the gift of righteousness, 
Uh, the gift of righteousness became the one that reigns in our life. No, the word here reign is in the future tense. Death reigned it because it's a it's a reality, it's in the past. So So everybody will die. Death became our king. But after believing in Christ, and we have received God's grace. In the future, we will reign together with Christ. We will have a change in our status. In the past, we are part of the uh, prisoners that are in death row. But in the future, uh, right now, those who are Christians, we will reign together with Christ. One is a dying person, one is a person who reigns. So how is that? Uh, similar. That's why it shows us that what Adam brought in and what Christ brought in are totally different. The last one, we go back to verses uh, 18 to 21. It once more talks about the similarities between Adam and Christ. Do you remember what I said in the beginning? In uh, verses 12 to 14, we talk, talk about what's uh, similar between Christ and Adam. Because Adam sinned, sin and death came into this world. Oh, and the act of one time, act of uh, righteousness of Christ, brought justification and life to this world. And from verses 18 to 21, it explains clearly how Christ brought in our justification and, and life. Let me first give you this answer. It's truly by grace. By grace. It's by grace. God's, it's truly by God's grace that, that justification and life have been brought into us. Look at verse 18. Consequently, just as one trespasses result in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. This verse explains it very clearly. Because of the sin of Adam, that one very uh, sin, it resulted in condemnation for all men. And because of one, that one act of righteousness by Christ, justification and life has been given to all men. Verse 19 reinforces what verse 18 tells us. But just as through the disobedience of the one man, for the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. There are two things that are very important here. Disobedience and obedience. It's disobedience and obedience. Adam sinned because of his disobedience. And, uh, and the act of righteousness by Christ is due to his obedience. Let's go back to the book of Genesis. In Genesis 2 verses 16 to 17, 
，这些分辨神所做的戒指，你不要吃，因为你吃了之后，你得渴死。And the Lord God commanded the man, "You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die." 那所以阿东是百分百清清楚楚在阿上帝命令。So here it's very clear that Adam knew 100%. He understood. God's command. It's not that he was not knowledgeable of what the command was. It means that you know, but you ignore. This disobedience. But look at Christ. Look at this verse. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7. Then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. When Christ came to this world, He came here and lived according to God's will. That's called disobedience. That's called obedience. One is disobedient, one is obedient. The result? Adam brought in sin and death. While Christ brought in justification and life, none. How about us? We don't have to do anything. We only need to accept what Christ had already completed. That's called grace. From verses 20 to 21, let's read this. The law was brought in so that the trespasses might increase, but where sin increases, grace increases all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through the righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Here, this uh, two verses talks about the comparison between sin and grace. Where sin increase, grace will increase. Sin reign to bring death. But grace, might, uh, grace will reign to give us righteousness. So a person who receives more grace will love God even more. So to understand this. The more a person realizes sin's power over him, the more he will realize the enormity of God's grace. Let me show. Uh, let me share with you a testimony. Amazing Grace. A very famous uh, hymn called Amazing Grace. And we know the author of this song is called John Newton. John Newton is before he came to know the Lord, John Newton was a very wicked person. He was in the business of uh, slave trade, so he went to Africa to capture slaves and to sell the slaves. So how many uh, Africans did he uh, and African families did he destroy and kill? We don't know. Then he confessed of his sin in, uh, later on in his life. Later on, he repented and he became a pastor. And he wrote this hymn called Amazing Grace. We all know the lyrics of this song, especially the first verse. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch 
like me. There's a difference between the Chinese translation and the English translation. The English translation is very good. That save a wretch like me. This sinner, the sinner among sinners. The, the, it's not translated in the Chinese version. It just says that my sin has been forgiven me. John John is saying, Here, I'm such a wretch, I'm such a bad sinner. That's why it's so amazing. Grace is so amazing because such a bad person like me has been saved by God. When he was 82 years old, John Newton said, Although my memory is fading, I remember two things very clearly. I am a great sinner, and Christ is a great Savior. So John Newton later on died. So he's buried somewhere in England. You know, there's an epitaph that's written there on his tombstone. It's something that he wrote for, for himself. If you have an opportunity to travel to England, uh, please visit this site. Because this is such a long time ago. There are words there that may not be legible anymore. So, uh, so here I'm typing it out for you to see it clearly. John Newton Clerk, once an infidel, libertine, a slave, a servant of slave in Africa, was by the rich mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ preserved, restored, pardoned, and appointed to preach the faith that he had long labored to destroy. John amazing grace. That's why we can see God's amazing grace in the life of John Newton. Once we recognize and we realize that we are a sinner, and that we are a person without a good conscience, only then can we truly understand how deep God's grace is. In the Bible, there's this person. No, called Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus was the tax, the main tax, chief tax collector in uh, Jericho. Jericho. And everybody there knew he was a sinner. No, no, no matter the uh, either uh, even though he had authority and he had money, nobody respected him. And one time as Jesus was passing through, in the midst of the multitude, Jesus said, This evening I will dine with you, I'll be with you. So people reacted immediately. Why are you going to the house of a sinner? How is this person worthy of your presence? But because of that, God's grace came into the life of that sinner. And Zacchaeus said, 
主啊主啊，神罗威罗威，我将直播给那些本好很好欠的上向人。I will give to those who are in need half of what I own。我那欠上阿来行四百。And those whom I owe, I will pay them, repay them four times。你知跟来不 ？You know why？ 因为世界明白这项大事啊。Because Zacchaeus understood one thing。我阿里我来罪人啊。This great sinner。共蒙上帝恩典。Has has received God's grace。我未配得啦。I'm not worthy。我将罗。Even if I have to give up everything that I have, I'm still not worthy. That's why he was willing to give up everything that he had just to receive and to be with that amazing grace. Because he understood the the, the precious the preciousness or value uh, how valuable God's grace is. Adam, don't join God. See, don't go to this world. The very first person Adam brought in sin and death to this world. Long with this Adam, and the last Adam, just, just, 轻易将生命带到这个世界 Brought in justification and life into this world. This is 恩典的怜悯 This is the gift of grace. Chairman, let me ask you. 你接受了未 Have you accepted this? 这个世界无这个怜悯比这个恩典的怜悯可较宝贵啊 There's no gift more precious than this gift. 你话世界有通灵魂中一切嘅浪中崩失，为得到这个救恩，这个奇妙恩典啊 ！We have seen how Zacchaeus was are willing to give up everything just to get that grace. He made a right choice. You have to make. He made the right choice. How about you? How about you? May the Lord help you. That you make a definite choice. Let's pray. Lord God, as we come before you, we thank you so much for your gift of grace, Lord. We know we are sinners. We know that there's nothing we can do to save ourselves, Lord. We are never worthy, nor can we do anything, Lord, to be worthy of your salvation. But yet, Lord, you love us, and you have given us, Lord, this opportunity to be your child, to reign with you. Whereas in the past we are under the control of death, now we are under the control of your righteousness and grace, Lord. Help us to accept this gift. Help us to live out this gift of grace and the and to show the world the power of grace. The transformation that happens because we have accepted Your grace, Lord, in our lives. Thank you so much for this. This is our prayer. Thanksgiving in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Today, we are celebrating the International Father's Day. Next week is International Father's Day. So we will temporarily not talk about the Book of Romans. Let's talk about a message about fathers. Let's meet again next week. God bless.